This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. This podcast is brought to you by flix.co.nz. This episode of Walkout Boys contains spoilers for the first half of Arrival. It contains no spoilers for the second half. We didn't see it. Why? Because we are... Welcome to Walkout Boys, uh, the movie podcast with myself, Nick, and yourself, Joseph. Yeah. Go and see half a movie, and then we walk out, and then we try and figure out what the second half of that movie was all about. And uh, Before we start today's Nick, we, oh, we need to address so something. Sorry, yes. we, we've had a complaint about our previous week's podcast mm-hmm. uh, from a listener who uh, said to us, well, okay, in last week's show... We, I can't even remember quite why, but we, we got into a conversation about the actor that played Farmer Hoggett and Babe, and in one sentence, I managed to both not remember his name and think he was dead. Mm-hmm. It turns out, A, he has a name, James Cromwell, and Obviously. B, uh, he is not dead. <laughs> so, uh, a huge apologies to the Cromwell family. And James Cromwell himself. I guess I can apologize directly to the man because he is alive and well. Cromwell. It, yeah. He's, I mean, look, it is, in some ways, it's you weren't crazy. I, th- I, I mean, I when I remember Babe, it involves Farmer Hoggett being about 100 years old. Yes. But then I guess I was about... No, I've, I, no, I've looked this up eight. as well. He's 74. Babe was made in 1995, which meant he was, what, 53? Mm. Probably they shot it the year before. 52 when he was making Babe? Okay, well, the the point is we were wrong. I'm closer to 52 than I am uh, zero. Yes, you are. You're you're you are close, closer to being a James Cromwell than you are to being a babe. A babe. <laughs> so, um, we're we're really sorry about that. Um, Walkout boys are nothing if not um, beholden to 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 fine journalism, and so we promise that from every podcast. Um, from now on, we will always check in on James Cromwell to find out, is he well? And what's he doing? Okay, next, so have you been researching Cromwell this I week? Did, I mean, I, yes, I had a Okay, so well, first pick. of all... Is he well? By all accounts, very well. Okay, great. James, here's James Cromwell. Um, and also, get this, Joseph... He's um he's joining just joined the voice cast of Big Hero 7. <laughs> what? So, Big Hero 6... Obviously, the movie about the fat robot that learns to be a hero. Yes. Um, well, it's going to sequel. And the sequel is going to star the voice talents that of, of, of James Cromwell. I can only assume that there will be a line where he says, that'll do, Big Hero 7. Is the Big Hero going to be called Big Hero 7? I don't know. I have not seen it. I have not seen Big Hero Please 6. Please, nobody send us <laughs> any messages saying I, that the, the robot is not called Big Hero 7, <laughs> because I do not want to have to see what the robot is up to every week as well. Don't no one correct anything ever again. Um, okay, well, great to hear he's joined the cast. Actually, um, he is part of the voice cast of Big Hero 6 as well. So I imagine he'll be reprising his role, or they just liked him so much <laughs> that they've written him a new role. I can't be sure. I can't be sure about anything regarding James Cromwell. <laughs> Apart from the fact that he is alive and well, kicking these... Is he kicking? I'm not even going to say he's kicking. No, no. That, I, no that, there was no information to suggest he was kicking, and I do not want <laughs> another media shitstorm on our hands. <laughs> so James Cromwell, he's, he's well. 
Uh, right, let's get into this movie, okay. which, um, as far as I could tell, and uh, James Cromwell was not in. But, Nick, you've only seen half well, yeah, this film. Yeah, that's, that's very true. So there's every possibility that James Cromwell waltzes in and delivers a very sprightly performance, <laughs> a fit <laughs> and healthy performance towards that, the second half. he has another good 10, 20 years in him yet. Um, but this movie is Arrival, and it's about some aliens coming down to the planet and just sitting there. And w- and then it's up to new- humans to find out what do they want. And Amy Adams has to use her language university professor skills mm-hmm. to teach the aliens English. Uh, <laughs> which, you know, and because, and actually, the first thing Americans say when the aliens land is, we speak English here in America. <laughs> you better speak English. Uh, so the, a lot of the movie is them trying to suggest that to the aliens. Mm. And uh, yeah, they, um, uh, so the movie begins. With Amy Adams, it's a very emotional beginning. Amy Adams, our hero, mm-hmm. our big hero seven, uh, loses her daughter in a kind of up-esque montage of her life. And uh, and I then that's not mentioned again. So I imagine, I imagine that has no relevance and that's never brought back <laughs> at the end. They just wanted to... It was almost like fun fact about this character. I'm kind of imagining that the aliens are going to really put their foot in it at some point and just be like, so where's your daughter? And just be like, oh. No, they're like, oh, you can't say that around her. Well, that's when the uh, aliens... I didn't I didn't know. Yeah, well, 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 they're new to English, so they don't know about social graces yet. That's um, true. And they are tentacles. Like, they look like hands with an extra two fingers. What do your hands look like? Like long well, looking squids. At yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they look much more like squids than hands. All right, I don't well, know why that was your go-to. They have long tentacles. I don't... Look, this is not about like hand shaming. <laughs> this is a this is about. You have great hands. I'm looking at them right now. Yeah, they look a bit like firmly. The, no, they don't look I'm like a doing squid. The, I'm making them look like the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> you, no, you're making a sound with your mouth. Nothing to do. Anyway, that's not the sound they made. The the way they talk is. Um, yeah, it's but, like me after a big night. <laughs> <laughs> but also, they um, talk as we learn as Amy Adams learns to communicate with them. They talk by squirting goo. <laughs> You know, like hands do and not squids. <laughs> they squirt ink out of themselves like a hand. All right. If you <laughs> cut a hand, it squirts goo. <laughs> Blood isn't goo. What if about if you have a, like a, a an infection? Oh, like a, in, like a, what, what are they called? A t- fingernail? Like, like a hangnail. Yeah. An infected hangnail. Yeah. And you would have squirted on a window pane. Yeah, sure. That's, yeah. A, that's goo. <laughs> so they're, they are squirting black pus out of their hands that create... How would you describe the alien language? So it's a written language that they squirt into thin air. It's like a tie-dye. It's yes. like when you, you put a rubber band around a t-shirt and put it in that ink. With a bit of a hint of a Rorschach mm. test in there, but also a bit of a spirograph. Yeah. So they're using a lot of novelty things <laughs> from the 90s <laughs> to communicate, which is maybe like, I don't know, it takes a long time to get anywhere in space. So maybe they, uh, when they came down to Earth, they were like, they first heard about Earth. It was the '90s. They were like, "We got to brush up on these. Yeah. What are all the kids doing? How are they talking to each other?" And they watched a lot of TV. And what they got was spirographs <laughs> and Rorschach tests. So, so they they think they're actually helping us. Yeah, by uh, talking like that, right? Well, who's to say? Um, um, and so who 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 f- is like Amy Adams flanked by in this? She's got her crew. She's got she's flanked by Jeremy Renner. Uh, Jeremy Renner with glasses now. Yes. He's reached that point in his career where he's playing 
distinguished older men with glasses. He's a scientist who doesn't like her. He's like, we don't like you language. <laughs> speaky, speaky types. There's a big divi- divide between numbers and words. Mm. Um, which is, you know, th- that's why they keep trying to bring them together in Shorten Street. You know, they always have like the letter of the day, number of the day. You said Shortland Street. I mean, what was I trying to say? Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. Yeah. It, you referenced a New Zealand soap opera. Yeah. Well, I've been thinking about and it a lot. Well, you said, you said that and I was like, where do the numbers and words <laughs> come into play? And, you know, They say numbers and words on Shortland Street. Yeah, I guess so. Um, the Sesame Street, yeah. So they try, when they have a number of the day, it's to bridge the, the divide between, um, between scientists well, your mum's an English teacher. She is. She is. And Does she have any friends who are scientists? No. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> her friends are literally... I went to her 60th birthday the other day, and her friends are literally all other English teachers. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, I'm, how I, if I would want my mum up on an alien spaceship. Yeah. I mean, your mum would be one of the ones they would send yeah. based on this film. Yeah. They'd be like, go up there and t- teach them about Othello. <laughs> <laughs> It, see they, if the aliens can do a big static image. <laughs> they, um, I, cause just as we left the film, they, they were, they'd started to teach the aliens real basically. They, they were kind of new. They knew like kind of basic pronouns and, and basic, uh, like, you know, John walks. Mm. And it was starting to remind me of real when I like, learned German, like in, uh, when I was like 13 in high school. And I was like, man, is, is this movie just going to keep going? And it's going to be like, all right, aliens now, where is the bus stop? <laughs> <laughs> and then the aliens do like a um, sort of like gap year where they just like come down to, England, yeah, to, to, to the Earth and like wander around. <laughs> <laughs> just try and there. fuck everyone <laughs> using what little language they have. <laughs> Squirting ink onto like at the bar. Just like, um, so I think this film is possibly written by English teachers. I think so. They, they seem to be going on about how important knowing what what verbs and adjectives are. Mm. I mean... That, though, though it seemed like they were about to change to a kind of more military stance, they were, as we were leaving, there was, um, there was like, upheaval in the, uh, the public were starting to call for a more, a more vicious response to the aliens. And there was a scene which I guess was kind of weird to watch today, a few days after the uh, election of Donald Trump, where they're like, everyone's complaining that the president wasn't attacking them the yeah. aliens and i was like oh you made this movie a few weeks ago didn't you <laughs> <laughs> no way donald trump would send a smart person who knows words to go up and deal with the aliens he would send that um ufc fighter <laughs> conor mcgregor <laughs> that would be his first port of call was like send that guy who kicks people in the face he could go over there and just just fucking kick them it's in himself <laughs> and, and probably win them over <laughs> with like rogue roguish charm yeah. <laughs> um and that's i mean like that's mostly what happened in it, it the was, first half uh, it was slow and beautiful and i was really enjoying it was it, a really good was one day. so so sad to leave i want to go like tomorrow i don't know here's kind of how good it is i guess is that i've been really disconnecting with these movies of late because i guess doing this podcast for long enough now I know not to get attached to anyone. Mm. You know, I sit down but to start watching like, the movies and I'm like, nope, not falling in love with any of you characters. It's like dating someone who's on a, on a gap year or something, or dating someone on a tourist visa. Right. 
Yeah, like, this tourist was like, I have to go. Yeah. You know, I have to go back home. Yeah, you're in, like, all right, well, we'll we'll hang out for, you know, the next month. But you then fell in love. You broke the number one rule. I broke the number one rule of uh, on my date with a rival. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I really want to genuinely know how this uh, film about about words and squids ends. Mm. It, it, was a, it was a very measured, slow... Um, smart movie which you know i'm i mean we i'm imagining we're gonna just really capture that with our second half yeah i think so well why don't you stick around we're gonna have a little little ad from our sponsor and uh, after that uh, we, we will try to figure out what are these humans aliens trying to tell us humans i'm getting something i'm i'm using my skills as a university professor to put something together Oh, hold on, hold on. It's coming through slowly. Okay, let's use our computer technology to figure out just what this what this language means. It's, it's you see these these aliens though they speak out of out of order. They don't they don't speak linear like we do. So they're saying nz dot co. Well, there's no way that a number nerd like myself will be able to figure it out. Wait, what about this? What if we move the things around? nz.co.flix Alright, wordy girl. Take me to flix.co.nz What what did you say? What? Flix.co... You're right! God damn it, you're right! Your your crazy number theory works! Flix.co.nz These aliens want us to go to a website that tells us what movies are on when and where in New Zealand, but also has a lot of great commentary on film, lists, interviews, all sorts of things. It seems crazy for them to travel so far just to tell us about a website that we already have. It was worth it. Welcome back to the WOBs. The WOBs. Uh, we're, we're back. We're going to talk about the second half of Arrival. The movie about aliens who just want to chat. <laughs> so, so as we leave, as we left the uh, cinema, this one kind of military boy. Boy? I mean, he's a man. He has a job in the military. Mm. He's what? 24. Okay, he's a full man. He was uh, talking to his wife. He no he's got bad. a wife? Maybe he's 30. He was talking to his wife <laughs> on the phone and she was getting scared and he was starting to watch these kind of blogs, these vlogs, and uh, he, he's starting to get a bit trigger happy. He wants to shoot one of the aliens mm. instead of chat. Which is not going to go over well with these aliens. You know, if we know anything about these aliens is that they, they like to talk. Mm. And uh, we cut to the alien room and Amy Adams is currently up to, she's doing the, the thing where you learn how to order something from a menu. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got the alien sort of, she's speed dialed like a, a like a Chinese takeaway. Yeah, well, she's doing a kind of a role play. Well, I think she's actually... Throwing them in. She's phoning... Ba- baptism of fire. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's the way you're going to learn. So she's phoning this takeaway place. Um, the reception's really bad. The person at the uh, takeaway place doesn't speak very good English as well. So it's like, it's kind of... Uh, this is really... Uh, Amy and, and, Adams, look, let's face it, is quite hungry. So she's just sort of ordering some food. But she's, she's thought, like, why not let these guys let's see if the go. aliens can handle and, it. And yeah, so the scene begins with the aliens kind of shooting ink out of their hands mm. into the phone, which ruins the phone. Absolutely. Um, but luckily, the U.S. military is backing this operation. And they've, they've got, got, they've like got a, an extra phone. Yeah, <laughs> and um, there's, there's there's always I think the U.S. military has one extra phone in a um, like in a briefcase, 
like a hard briefcase nearby to get out in case anyone breaks their phone mm-hmm. in the middle of importance. So like mm-hmm. Forrest Whitaker has to approve it. He has to go through a lot of red tape um, and they get that phone. And there's like a, a an Apple employee who comes and sort of like sets it up and like it takes a long time. Yeah, he's like, okay, so what do you what, what, what do you want for your kind of your background? And Forrest Whitaker's uh, going through and choosing what he wants, is his, which is really beyond the call of duty because <laughs> I've never met an Apple employee who picks your background for you. <laughs> Well, Forrest Whitaker, he's, he's, he's an army guy. He's not tech savvy. You yeah. know? He, he knows how to deal with people, but not, not technology. Yeah. Um, but in the end, he gets a great deal. And the phone is great. And it's set up. It's got a little picture of his dog at home um, as, as the background. Well, you get that off iCloud. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's got a little picture um, of, of him with the aliens as like the lock screen as well. Um, and they order some some takeaways. And, and, and Amy Adams sort of eats some wontons and... Um, tries yeah. to share some with the aliens, but uh, they've got like a glass wall up. And, uh, but they're very hungry, sort of drooling against they the did, They did a good job to order it, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, she didn't get exactly what she wanted. She didn't get it at all. Well, she got she a wanted. lot of wontons because the way they talk is they go, wah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they just heard wontons. Yeah. And Amy is a vegetarian, so she... So she just sort of eats the um, the, the batter <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the wontons. She's like, mm, trying to appear mm. like they did a good job. But the aliens, the aliens know. They know they didn't get it right. Oh, they can they're, sense. They're a bit embarrassed. Yeah, but they they, they respect Amy for that, I think. Um, so, I mean, while this is all happening, our, our friend, military man, he's um, well, he's he's he's, he's trying to get a gun into the into the spaceship because he doesn't want these aliens to to do what they want to do. Um, so he's he sort of puts the gun inside a birthday cake. Okay, um, which is like a quite a classic way to get a gun in somewhere. Yeah. And so the way for people who haven't seen the film, the way the, uh, the thing works up in the in the ship, um, they have to they kind of go through a gravity thing where they change what way they're standing up, and they're just in a room with a glass wall, aliens mm. on one side, them on the other, mm. and there's no kind of really security checks or anything or any need for a birthday cake. Mm. So the, he immediately erases mm. suspicion when he walks and in. And he with comes a cake. in, and everyone's like, uh, Sergeant Pembury, why, why, whose birthday is it? And he sort of looks around. Realizing that none of the humans in the room with him, it's not their birthday, and so he goes. We have like six people out in there at yeah, a time. Yeah, the chances of it being someone's <laughs> birthday were very, very slim. So he just takes a wild guess and 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 points at one of the aliens. It says it's <laughs> it's Alien Two's birthday. Well, and well, guess what, Nick? What? Because as we learned from earlier monologues from Jimmy Renner, these these aliens think and speak differently to us like that for example their language is non-linear mm-hmm. and uh, for these aliens time isn't linear oh so it's always their birthday and always not their birthday oh wow so in this instance when they see a cake well all they need to do is kind of find that birthday part of of, of their kind of core mm. kind of internal system and it's their birthday oh but you know what's Amazing. You know what happens immediately what? um you know, the, the aliens come to the window. Alien 2 is like, it is my birthday. Time is not linear. Um, it's always my birthday. Um, but what's like, he's brought a cake, but no present. So oh, suddenly that's it's very, very offensive. Inf- it's very offensive. And then the other alien goes, well, where's, Time is where's, not linear. where's my cake? It's my birthday as well. <laughs> so this this Sergeant Pembury, who's who's wants to kill these guys, is in a very difficult position because he, he's got a... They say, Sergeant Pembury, could you whip out and get us another cake and some presents? We need to give these aliens. He needs to get a lot as well because he needs to have them for every mm. But moment. he sees it, he takes his opportunity. He's going to go get more cakes, 
more presents, fill them with guns. Oh, so he's kind of building a little kind of militia, like a little army yeah. of guns. Not no one, no one to shoot them, <laughs> but he's going to have a lot of guns for just him in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so he he goes out. He he gets another beautiful cake, puts a gun in it, goes um buys some classic, you know. Birthday presents for people you don't know very well, like a box of um, Cadbury favorites. Stop, shoves a gun in that one. Wow. Okay. Well, um, uh, vouchers. Yeah. Okay. You can't really put a gun in that, but you could put like a little knife, like a blade. Yeah. In, in, the, env- in the envelope, the yeah, voucher yeah. comes in. Uh, what else give someone you don't know? Um, I guess a book. Yeah. Uh, but not like a bestseller because they might already have it, and not anything too niche. <laughs> Um, what the road? <laughs> Cormac McCarthy's the road. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Why not? I mean, if they have like, if they there's an, ex- there's an exchange card in there. There is. There yeah, a little note that says like, I don't know if you're into this sort of post-apocalyptic fiction, but um, yeah. And but you know, obviously, if you w- were to look past that page, there would be a gun. <laughs> so it's kind of irrelevant whether yeah. they like it or not. Um, he also gets um one of those uh like. It's like a. It looks like a gun, but it's filled with lollies. You know that it's like a. Uh, it's like it's like clear. It's is like, it like clear, clear plastic? plastic gun, and it's filled. with I know lollies. that like is a candy cane. Ah, like, well, I can imagine a gun version yeah, of that. Is, sure, so, yeah. Imagine a gun version of that. So it's a gun with filled with lollies, <laughs> yeah. and inside of that is a smaller gun. Okay, so there's like a layer of layer like of candy, candy hiding a gun, a small gun. Yeah, inside a, pl- a clear plastic gun. I mean, it's kind of weird to bring a gun-shaped thing. Into this room. Wait, look, he's already raising a lot of suspicion as it is with with this weird shit he's bringing in into the um, alien kind of negotiation room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so he does this. He's got trolleys and trolleys full of things. And again, since and he thinks that it's going to buy him a lot of time, he's like a present and cake for each day. But again, for them, time is not linear. Mm. So at the moment they've received um, the... Uh, Guess what? It's their birthday. It's, their birthday. <laughs> it's a new one. So he's in there for like... Um, Did I mention these aliens are very spoiled? <laughs> they have their own spaceship and they have come to Earth. Like, these are rich aliens. They're oh, not, yeah. They're not like... Uh, they're not like... They're not used to being humble, so they expect a lot of gifts. <laughs> so... He hands over all these things and um, they pass it through the glass. Yeah, and they, they sort of him. rudely just rip open the wrapping yeah. paper and, and like, toss them aside. Uh, big mistake. He's just given the aliens about a, a thousand guns. guns. A lot of guns. Yeah, so this is, well, this changes everything because mm-hmm. aliens didn't know about guns. They, like you say, they were just rich aliens. Yeah. But now, now they so have. So they're playing with the presents. They're thinking, oh, they, they all have a, a weird sort of metal shaped thing inside them. Yeah. They're all playing with it. And then bang, it goes off. One of the aliens gets shot. What, one alien shoots another. Yeah, one of the aliens shoots another shoots. alien. Oh my god, this is bad news. Yeah, these these aliens. That alien, guess what? It was the president alien's son. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. 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 And, and what was the the alien that shot him? What was what was his or her uh, role? Uh, it was the the queen alien's son. So okay, so they have a monarchy. They have a monarchy and, 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 and a, a, yeah, like a very like, similar to ours. It is, well, even that, though the way they think and speak is so different. But that the thing, the time is not linear, so the queen will never like re- renounce her reign. You know, like I see, she's a queen from all time. Okay. Um, so, you know, the chances And she kind of always and never had a son. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they're actually kind of chill about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're kind of chill, but also very mad at the same time. <laughs> Um, so this is bad. This is bad news for humans, mm. um, but also bad news for this one alien because this alien's a murderer now. Um, this alien needs to hide, basically, from alien police. Yeah. Um, so the alien sort of just Amy Adams and this alien, 
They go on the run. Yeah, and and Amy Amy Adams, uh, she kind of she starts. Finally, it comes back that she she lost her daughter at one point, and mm. she's like, "Hey, I, this is on the road trip." She's like, "I know about grief. This I understand." In the, tri- in the car. Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, I understand uh, grief." And and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 he doesn't really get it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's he's kind of doesn't he's really just want to hear about alien. that. He's yeah, just well, he's the one that killed the other alien, so he's <laughs> he's like, "Don't bring this up." And she's like, "Yeah, sorry, I shouldn't have brought it up. It's uh, I don't know why. I don't know why we included this storyline at all." Um, yeah, so they're out on the road. He makes her cry, and he doesn't know how to fix it. You know, he 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 brings up he brings up her her dear daughter and she's crying and, he, and he's like, you know. so he's, he's got to cheer her up. He does, and 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 there's only one way you can cheer up uh, someone who's a language nerd, hmm. a book, and guess, right. and guess what he's got a copy of in his oh, the road. Call back McCarthy's <laughs> the road, but with a gun, <laughs> with a gun shaped hole in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he starts reading out The Road to which is a very depressing book. Yeah. But, but you know, the kind of way he speaks, you know. Squirting ink. Squirting ink. Onto the windshield of the car as they're driving. Yeah. It's actually very dangerous. Yeah. And uh, it makes it impossible for her to see. And she's kind of, kind of driving wildly around and um, and she kind of screeches off the road uh, and the, the car kind of careens down a bank and ends up at an old farmhouse. <gasps> and... um. Uh, there's a there's a knock on the window of the car and and there's an, an old man there who tips his hat and says, "Sounds like you could use a little help." What? And then the alien starts freaking out. He's like, ah! he's freaking out, spraying work everywhere. And you know what the old man says? What? That'll do, alien. Oh my That'll god, do. James yeah. Cromwell. Yeah, he's in there. That is crazy. As Farmer Hoggins. As Farmer Hoggins. Yeah. So so they sort of go they go into. Into James Cromwell's yeah. house, so he takes Farmer Hoggett's house. Yeah, and and he sort of he Mrs. Says, Hoggett's there. Yeah, uh, Babe long since dead. Babe, oh yeah, Babe the act- and the actor who played Babe, the the, the actor was it an, a person? Yeah, it was a personal picture. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yep, long since dead. Uh, but but so Farmer Hoggett, um, Mrs. Hoggett, um, makes makes him makes him- Mrs. Hoggett, and how's she doing? <laughs> <laughs> I like, I don't know her name, but I'm sure she's fine. <laughs> She's very well on this. Okay. Um, if by digital reconstruction yeah. or the fact that she's alive. <laughs> One or the other. Um, They'll so, check first before they start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, they sort of have a lovely sort of awkward dinner at, at the farmhouse. Yeah, and, the, and he's never, well, the alien has never been out, you know, in, in a house before. Yeah, it doesn't know how to act. Um, he's sort of wearing like an ill-fitting jumper. He's got like seven tentacles. His hands... Can't, don't really they, give, they, they give him the jumper, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, you well, must be cold. Be incognito. Yeah, yeah. But they know. They know he's an alien. They know, but... He's not like... But, but maybe Mrs. Hoggett doesn't know. Well, that's what I think Mrs. Hoggett doesn't know. And Farmer Hoggett's like, listen, in my time, I've had a pig that herds sheep. I've seen all sorts of crazy stuff. Mrs. Hoggett, though, has a very delicate demeanor. We can't let her in know. In a sense, this is probably the second weirdest thing that he's seen. <laughs> I'm a hoggit. Doesn't give a shit. This is run of the mill. No, no, a pig herding sheep right. is significantly more weird. No, oh, that's than an alien. Yeah, yeah. Down. I'm saying by now he's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. I Just see, I see. a week ago, he had Tom Cruise run into his farm <laughs> and completely lose his mind, thinking that Tom Cruise was filming some sort of action film. It was <laughs> insane. Like he he thought something was happening, but it was just himself running around his farm talking to himself. <laughs> I- don't you hate it when that happens? I did, well, yeah. Um, so there's this very comical scene where Amy Adams and Alien 2 
and Farmer Hoggett are all trying to talk about where their friend, the alien, is from. And they keep saying, oh, he's from out west. Um, and then he keeps, he keeps <clears> doing things like, very, very far west. And, he's like, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then they look like, don't say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, when they, and, but guess what Farmer Mrs. Hoggett is serving? What? Squid. Uh-oh. Oh, no, <laughs> no. No. The alien's not. Weird thing to have on a farm. <laughs> like deeply in like the Midwest of... <laughs> Mrs. Hoggett is very weird. And she's... <clears throat> and she's losing it in her old, old age. <laughs> but she's still very well. And uh, so, yeah, they, they eat a lot of squid. Um, the alien's very upset about this. Yeah. And he, and, and he decides Earth isn't for him. He wanted to come down and learn the language, but mm-hmm. the culture shock... It's just too much. It's too much. Mm. He's been, he's eating squid. He's he can't understand anyone. He or he wants to order other food. And he keeps ordering wontons, um, <laughs> no matter what he says. Mm. Um, and and he he confides in Amy Adams, and he's like, I want to go home. Mm. I want to go back back to my friends and back to back to my queen. Um, and do you know what she says? Great. If you want to go home, I'm going to help you. She gets out an old bicycle. And look, the authorities are coming for them. She says, "I've got, we've got to go right now, right?" And she wraps, she wraps up the alien in a blanket, puts the alien in the bra- basket at the front. Wow! And uh, it starts biking along. And as they're biking along, the police are chasing them. Um, and so, it, I believe there's a supermoon out that night. Oh, is there what a supermoon? <laughs> um, and they're they're about to crash, and she sort of looks at the alien like, "Help us out." And the alien sort of looks back at her and goes, what do you mean? <laughs> um, this alien has no sort of levitation power at all. And they, they just sort of crash down a bank. Yeah, she just kind of <laughs> squirts some more ink around the place. Yeah, she says, didn't you see E.T.? And he said, what, 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 what's that? Yeah. And she's like, true. You, we're, we're, well, that was crazy for me to expect you to know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> when I put you in the basket of a bicycle. That being said, when maybe when they were studying spirographs and, and that sort of thing, that could have been something that came up then. Mm. Though I guess that was kind of... Oh, was it? Trying to think where that was in the kind of VHS area was was ET widely distributed. Yeah, I suppose it was. Yeah. All right, ignore that thought. Um, what matters is he's squirted ink on them and they crashed. Yeah, and and the ship, the ship is up in the sky. They need to bring the ship down into a lake mm-hmm. um, to um, to to get him on there mm-hmm. so he can get back to his home planet. Yeah, and, and then she realizes there's one person that can land a ship in a lake. <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake. It's Captain Sully Sullenberg. Sully needs to come and land this ship down on Earth. Sully is rapidly proving to be the deus ex machina (laughs) way to solve any ending to a film in 2016. And I'm a little tired of seeing him, but you can't deny that he really knows how to wrap up a film. He comes along, he gets in the film, he gets in the shell, he lands the shell on the lake, um, as he has done several times with many different types of vehicle by now. Um, and uh, the alien hops into the uh, into the ship, and Sally says, I can't, I can't, because normally this ship is piloted by two people. And so Amy's like, you got to go, and he's, and uh, you got to get out, Sally. And Sally's like, I can't, This it's a two-person ride. And guess what? He says, I'm going. There's a river Hudson out there bigger than anyone you'd ever seen. It's called the Milky Way. 
And I'm going to land this baby right in her middle. Well, and if, if he leaves, that means he can never come back. He can never come back. <laughs> this is the last to time be we'll... the way that a movie ends. <laughs> well, I mean, he may as well go out in a, in a big way. <laughs> and he does. And he, 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 he rips off his mustache and tosses it out the window. And she catches it. And it's like, she's like, I'll never forget you, Sully. You know, I just met you. And, and you too, Alien 2. And Alien 2 is like... And he's like... Don't watch the movie of the road. It's not as good as the book. And she's like, thanks for the advice. Sally takes the arrival spaceship off. It flies through the sky. We see it disappear like a little kind of spark in the uh, twinkle in the mm. sky. Um, like a like a diamond in the sky. <laughs> it, yeah. it, uh, it, uh, it twinkles away into the distance. And um, Amy Adams looks down and she uh, a solitary tear forms in her eye. And she's like, oh my God. I'll miss him. And then she remembers that that alien actually killed the president's son mm. and is wanted on his home planet. And going back, probably not a good idea for him. Mm. You hear sort of distant space sirens go, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh. <laughs> 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 but then she's kind of just kind of glad to be done with this. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, I think, and what that, the, the what we can learn from it is that in the end, we don't really want to talk to squid people. You know they they can have their own they they got their own problems. We don't need to get involved with them. And then the um the president says, "I agree," and he spins around on a chair, and it is President Donald Trump. And the whole thing was an allegory about uh, immigration. <laughs> oh my god! And, and then it, and then everyone boos in the cinema. <laughs> They're like, "What?" <laughs> and we thought it was a really smart slow movie, but he tricked. This was the whole movie was Donald Trump tricking the liberal elite. Into mm. liking a movie that was actually just him uh, summing up how he doesn't want um, uh, people that look different to us uh, being in his country. So well, there, yeah, rough. Wow, rough. Fuck and that it, guy. It's a real, yeah, a real kick in the in the gut as you walk out of the cinema. Like it's been a rough week. I want to escape the election, and I go into arrival, and you can't escape it. No, yeah. So where we thought the parallels weren't there, they actually really were, and but not in a good way. So <laughs> annoying. Yeah. Horrible. Um, yeah. well, a, wasted, a wasted into a film. Yeah, well, it started so well. And I'm, I'm, I'm guys, listeners, I'm sorry. That, 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 you know how you said we should go back and see the end? I don't want to see the end. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I walked out of this garbage, <laughs> right-wing bullshit, alt-right, <laughs> fascist movie. Yeah. So we've got a lot of work to do. Um, well, where to from here? Boycott this film? Boycott this film. Yeah, yeah. if you're listening, don't go and see this movie, this this uh, Republican propaganda. It's bullshit. Well, that's that, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> wow, okay. Oh, what a turn. It, it sure did take a turn. But, uh, you know. I'm going to miss Sully. <laughs> maybe, maybe Look, Sully's, Sully's story hasn't finished yet. <laughs> there is no telling <laughs> what sort of adventures he's going to get up to in the Milky Way. But uh, there, there's... No matter where he is, what he will be doing will be landing a vehicle on a body of water. Oh, if there's a body of water or stars, he'll be landing on it. You yeah. can you can count on that. Ah, oh, R.I.P. Well, so how do we do? If you've seen all of Arrival, was that close to what happened? Oh, let us know. It let seemed us... like that, that was where it was going. Yeah, I think so. Well, let, let us know how, how, how we did. Um, and let us know any other films you'd like us to see, because that, that's all we have time for this week. Um, thanks so much for listening to Walkout, boys. And uh, if you like this, maybe you'll like some of the other podcasts on the Little Empire Podcast Network. 
that of course is the podcast network run by Tim Bat of the worst idea of all time fame. There is so much great content on there. Check along, check along, check along, check along to Anytime the to like. podcast.com where you will find more pods casts. Bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try Boners of the Heart? Boners of the Heart. Magic is only. <laughs> but it's not magic. Like, yes, I'm not seeing I know. how he's doing it in front of my eyes. So, okay, so a magician, would you be shocked by I was a magician? In a sp- would I be what? Would you be impressed by a magician? I'm constantly impressed by magicians. Okay, but that's, but that's there's not a bit of t- me that doesn't think I could learn to do that. But I feel really? the same way about surgeons. No, magic. I'm ma- impressed by the fact that they've acquired the skill, that they've put the time towards it. But I was like, in uh, probably in another universe, I am a fucking neurosurgeon. Oh my god, this speaks so much to who you are. <laughs> <laughs>